0: Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome back to the Footy Fix podcast. This is the fourth episode in a 10-part series of my top 10 teams of the decade. Let's not waste any time. You know the drill. Coming in at number 7, Liverpool 2018-2019. Starting 11 from front to back, Alisson Becker in net, Virgil van Dijk and Joel Matip as the center backs, with Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson as the fullbacks. A midfield three that consisted of Wijnaldum, Fabinho, and Jordan Henderson, and of course, that notorious front three of Sadio Mane, Firmino, and Mo Salah, a simply dominating team. So let's start off with their defense, because I know that this team was really known for its offense, but we got to give credit where credit is due. With key players like Virgil van Dyke, TAA, and Robertson leading the back line, you had that lethal combination of being both impenetrable on the defensive end and unstoppable on the offensive end, with these fullbacks making quick forward runs, delivering through balls, and delivering darting crosses coming from the wings. Virgil van Dyke, was far and away the best center back of the year that season. He came second in Ballon d'Or voting and was a huge presence in the air, on the ground, and as a leader on the pitch. I mean, think about it. With a guy like Virgil van Dyke, big, strong, athletic, really technical, you literally could not get by him. I mean, he was so good that particular season, you didn't even need a good complementary secondary kind of center back to to help him out with the responsibility he was so good he covered all that space in the middle and acted as a brick wall you literally could not get by him and assuming you did you had to beat allison to score as a team liverpool only conceded 22 goals the entire season domestically and allison notched 21 clean sheets 21 clean sheets these are Buffon numbers these are casillas numbers at the time the guy was the best goalkeeper in the world bar none today he's i would say top three and i would only really put uh maybe jan oblak and neuer ahead of him but at the time what quality in the defensive end we're talking van dyke and allison these are big guys these are leaders of men on the pitch and it was incredibly hard to score against this team Hence, them only allowing 22 goals against for the entire season. And we talk about teams being dominant defensively. And they're recognized for it, right? Like the teams I mentioned yesterday, Juventus, or number 10 on the list, Atletico Madrid. These teams were known for their defensive prowess. But Liverpool was actually known for its offense, despite putting up such good numbers on the defensive end. But let's talk about that historic offense. Mo Salah and Sadio Mane not only led the team, but were top three in the EPL for scoring with 22 goals each. We're talking about the English Premier League here, debatably the best league in the world. To score 22 goals is a feat, and I know we talk a lot about Messi and Ronaldo, but those guys are outliers. They're aliens. They can score 40 goals in any league, but below them is that elite tier where Sadio Mane and Mo Salah fit in, and they prove it by scoring big goals, and a lot of them, every season. Trademarked to their team-spirited playing style, they scored 86 goals and notched 55 assists as a team in the EPL that season. Their Premier League campaign was actually one for the ages, despite them not even winning the league. They finished with a record of 37-1, and being only one point behind league winners Manchester City. Imagine only losing once and still not winning the league, and their only loss came against Man City where it was a tight 2-1 game. And despite that, they beat... Or tied every top six competitor that season even Man City who they beat 3-1 that was the first time they played in that season So imagine just one more win one more point even and they would have won the English Premier League that season But now focusing on their Champions League winning run a campaign that would include one of the greatest comebacks of all Time. They drew into the group of death who included Napoli and Paris Saint-Germain, and it was a rocky start to their UCL campaign. They ended up going 3-3, three and three, and they placed second in their group, only advancing because they had more wins than Napoli. They faced off against Bayern Munich in the round of 16 and overpowered them in the second leg in Munich, winning 3-1 on aggregate. They then went on to the quarterfinals to play FC Porto and they dominated the Portuguese side, winning 6-1 on aggregate, advancing them to the semifinals against Barcelona. And you can guess what happened next. After losing 3-0 at the New Camp, they went to Anfield and won 4-0 in one of the greatest and most entertaining matches in Champions League history. I remember watching this game like it was yesterday. Klopp had the team believing they could win. They were together. They were united. Anfield was going crazy. All of the fans were behind them, supporting them, and believed that they could come back from this huge deficit. And on top of that, Liverpool were clinical on the offensive end a moment of brilliance from alexander arnold combined with a great finish from Divock origi made the impossible possible they then went on to face tottenham in the ucl final which was the first time two english teams squared off in the final since 2008 where manchester united took on chelsea in a pretty boring game i might say because it was liverpool took the game to tottenham winning two 0 and once again that defense just decided that Tottenham was going to get absolutely nothing, that they weren't going to score any goals, get any chances, and Liverpool dominated Tottenham. This was a historic season for the Reds. I mean, even in the EPL, to register only one loss and is still not the league, even their stats, I mean, second place, you always want to win, and of course, when you lose the league by one point, it really sucks, but the stats, 22 goals against, Salah and Mane scoring 22 goals each, as well as Allison notching 21 clean sheets. A really good season domestically from the Reds. And that is absolutely incredible. But this team solidified its legacy by winning the hardest tournament in club football. And when you include the amazing comeback at Anfield, this team was one for the ages. Liverpool at number seven, come back tomorrow for number six. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe and Merry Christmas. I'll see you tomorrow.